<laughs> Hello, boils and ghouls. It's your old pal, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to the Horrorcon Lounge Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Horrorcon Lounge. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jeremy. And today's episode, we are going to try something different again. You know, I told you a couple episodes ago, we're going to be trying some different things out and seeing other ways to get you guys content besides movie reviews. We actually, Jeremy doesn't know this yet, but we did get positive feedback on our pre and post Steel City episode. I know that. Some people told me directly. I just assume they don't talk to you and they only talk to me. Oh, well, bad so assumption. Was probably <laughs> probably the <laughs> same people. Um, <laughs> but we, and by we, I mean me, uh, I forgot to record the pre-New Jersey Horror Con segment. Jeremy did remind me in the car on the way there, but I was like, mm, I don't want to do it in the car with all the background noise. So we are just going to do a little recap on New Jersey Horror Con. So Jeremy, do you want to kick us off and tell us something about New Jersey Horror Con? Tell us something, anything, just talk. Uh, so New Jersey Horror Con, uh, what are we, August? Today's the 21st, so what, 18th, 19th, and 20th were the dates? It was in Edison this time instead of the showboat. And I thought the venue was really good. Thought they laid everything out really well. A um, little tight in a couple of areas, but it's going to happen no matter where you are. So no complaints with the show. Thought the guest list was spectacular. Um, yeah, so the guest list uh, mainly featured a Fright Night reunion and a People Under the Stairs reunion. Also, you had two people there from Friday the 13th, the remake. There was supposed to be three, but the one canceled like the day before. Yep. And there was supposed to be, I think, three people from Sleepaway Camp, but only one of them showed up. Um, <laughs> yep. V. Neal, legendary special effects and makeup artist, was there. Clint Howard. Um, there was a couple different wrestlers, too. Um, the Nasty, the Nasty Boys. Boys. Yep. They seem like such fun people. Like every time I walk past their table, they're always having a good time. At least that's what it looks like. Yeah, it did look that way. And also the Grim Life Collective, which I feel like had the most popular steady line of the show, which was really shocking to me. So. You also had Eric Roberts, Heather Matarazzo, uh, Jenna Jameson, Xander Goldman. I think that's everybody. Oh, and well, you got the, you touched on the Sleepaway Camp guy. One of the three made it. Yep. So I think that was the lineup, but so not necessarily any headliners per se, but a great, you know, great reunions, a great variety besides the reunions and i think it was safe to say there was something there for everybody you know yeah. chris sarandon is jack skellington so you had something there for the kids you had something there for 
you know, Fright Night's a classic, but you had the new Friday the 13th for kind of the, you know, 20-year-olds or whatever. Like, there was something there for everybody, I think. <laughs> you have Jenna Jameson for all the horny old men. Absolutely. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so we met a bunch of people. I met Chris Sarandon for the first time which uh, jeremy i feel like you've met him multiple times before but he uh, was... was only my second time really yeah oh maybe because you got like eight things signed the first time 11 but who's counting oh well that <laughs> just made it even worse but go off um so yeah i was genuinely shocked by how nice and friendly he was I will be the first person to admit when I'm wrong about something. I've said it before about Tony Moran in the past. I judged him based on other people of like things I've heard or seen that were not my own personal experience. And it turns out he, Tony is a really great guy. And I have said some not nice things about Chris Sarandon still wanting to wear a mask 24 seven post pandemic and like nothing like awful it's just it's an it's his opinion he's allowed to wear one but my opinion was why would you give somebody money if they're going to wear a mask and like I don't the same reason I don't like in costume photo ops is the same reason I would not pay for a masked selfie with somebody so that's just my opinion but he was he was a super great guy to meet super friendly um he seemed genuinely excited to be there and interested like he asked like what our names were which is I feel like the celebrities don't do that all that often yep so that was um a really good experience for me and I they were all good experiences normally there's always I feel like one thing that leaves me a little salty or something that I don't love, but all of my guest experiences from this show were fantastic. Yep, I agree. I I was really excited to meet V. Neal. Um, I love watching her on Face Off, and I just think she's so talented, like such a talented woman. And then also seeing that she's a lefty, it, as cheesy as it sounds, I feel like lefties have it harder sometimes doing certain things like scissors I can't cut using a normal pair of scissors I look freaking stupid but I can't like I struggle with normal scissors um so just seeing that she was able to succeed in the makeup industry being left-handed was really cool she also asked us for our names <laughs> did she uh-huh oh okay I don't remember that we yep. met the whole people under the stairs crew yeah so the people under the stairs there was how is it jan birch is that how you say his name i believe so and he was the stair master kelly joe minter who was ruby i believe mm -hmm. and brandon adams who was fool and sean whalen who played roach those were the people under the stairs people <laughs> um they were all so great. I I don't even know. I, that's all I have to say is they were all just fantastic. 
Brandon yeah. Adams was my favorite of the four. Yeah, I I actually agree, for, and I don't know why, but like he was so personal and friendly, and he, yeah, he's also quite good well, looking too. We had a really cool conversation too, though, about because he had really good um, penmanship. And oh, beautiful. And um, he said, you know, it's very important to me, or I don't remember exactly what he said, but something to the extent of, you know, I've met people now who don't even know how to write in cursive. And we got talking about someone you and I met. I'm not going to call them out by name because that's not right, I don't think. Um, well, we didn't even say at the show to Brandon Adams, we didn't even tell him who we were talking about. No, no, um, not at all. But it was just an interesting conversation. And that's the reality of kind of today's society that <laughs> you don't write a lot. Everybody types everything or you text everything or voice to text like you don't have to sign anything except for a check that doesn't really get given out anymore <laughs> like i don't know yeah or when you have to sign over like car paperwork and they make you write your middle name that you've never yeah, written before cool. in your life yeah i've never oh. signed my middle name in my life so i didn't even know how to do that <laughs> yeah that was funny but what i did notice and i will not call this person out either I know, listen to us being like nice for once not fucking trashing people um we did get another autograph that day of someone that did not write their name in cursive i know who you're talking about okay i'm just saying yeah i i picked up on that only because of that conversation we had previously oh okay so well I'm pretty sure we got many signatures from that individual. <laughs> you get many signatures from a lot of people, so that doesn't really narrow it down, but... This is true. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, yeah, good cover. Um, so yeah, the people under the stairs guests, they were... It was so... I feel like that was a unique set of people to have. And they were yeah, wonderful. I don't know. I have never seen all of them at a show together in the past 10 years. Me, well, me either. I mean, I have only been going to shows since 2019, so not I mean, as long maybe, as you. Maybe but, they've been somewhere, but I don't remember seeing them anywhere. Right. And specifically, um, Kelly Jo Minter, I had heard stories about her similar to what you were touching on earlier with Tony Moran. So I had a little bit of concern, but she was great. She was the first person we met of the day, and we started with a bang because she was so polite, so friendly. She, so she wasn't the first autograph we got. Oh, she was the first people under the stairs. You're right. Do you remember the first autograph we got? William Ragsdale. Now that you say it, I do. No, he wasn't the first. Yes, he was. We got our cheese sandwich assigned oh, by Anthony. God. Okay. <laughs> yep. yep, you're technically right. William Ragsdale, he is a hottie. I don't know how old he how old he is, but he is very handsome. Yeah. He signed your knock at the cabin poster. Yes, he is uncredited in the movie, but he is Eric's father. But and he did say that was his first knock at the cabin poster that he signed. That I was going to say that to you. Yep. Um you sound really quiet. I hope it comes through better when we finished the episode but you sound really quiet um okay anyways so yeah then we 
Kelly Jo Minter, she was great. I mean, they were all fantastic. Clint Howard gave us a free selfie, which was nice. We well, going back real quick. So Jan Birch, I actually forgot. I have a crust mini poster from the Indiegogo campaign that was signed by like five or six actors. And he was also in it. So I could have also gotten that sign. That was a bit of a bummer. But I did at least acknowledge that he was in the movie and that I had it. And we talked to Sean about that. So that was fun. Obviously, we had the Sean Whalen interview on the podcast talking about crust. So we got to introduce ourselves to Sean in person. It's so funny. It feels like I already like knew him. Like it feels like I already met him before. Yeah. And we actually got to give him a shirt for our friend, which he may have been more excited about that than meeting us, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely was more excited about the shirt, 100%. So, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, okay, sorry, go ahead. Go on to the uh, Clint Howard was great. He had a Cheap Trick shirt on. Love Cheap Trick. Yeah. He, we had a really good conversation with him and his wife. We thanked them well more so I guess Jeremy started the conversation but I was able to like fill in you know too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but Jeremy thanked them for participating in karaoke at the last New Jersey Horror Con and his wife was telling us how you know everybody was videotaping it but no one sold the video to TMZ or anything like any type of like news outlet or anything um and she's like people like were respectful and they didn't post it online and they didn't sell it to any you know paparazzi type outlets and I was like well hey I'm like I have the video on my phone but like I I never posted it you know just and she's like you can post it we don't care like it was just really nice that people asked us first and I'm like yeah I I get it you know but Mm -hmm. she was so sweet I feel like we talked to her more than we did to Clint but she was she, she was all because I was like I loved you guys you sang Sunny and Cher she's like oh my you remember that like it, she instantly her eyes lit up when I brought that up so it was yeah. definitely a good conversation starter and then you filled in the pieces your niece loves I have no idea what the name is Kate the caterer there you go from Cat in the Hat yeah. So then she's like, oh, Clint, you should give them a picture so that they can show your niece, which was really cool that they did that. You know, if they ever listen to this someday, thank you guys. That was that was really awesome. We're really appreciative. And, you know, that one turned out really good. Like, that's a photo that I would frame up and hang on the wall. I thought that was a really good photo. Yeah. So definitely meant a lot. Another fun interaction that well a pair of fun interactions i really liked um amarika mm-hmm. olivio oh i really liked her too yeah she was freaking gorgeous like yes she was is fucking bombshell <laughs> so no past tense about it present tense gorgeous yeah jeremy we get it um but she had a she had a great personality to match she had a great conversation with us she's like naturally beautiful though like Mm -hmm. not i don't think she was wearing like a lick of makeup and she was still fucking drop dead gorgeous well she's been in a playboy magazine so no shocker there and maxim right no i'm not saying it's like shocking i'm just saying like 
she's naturally she's not like a fake i feel like a lot of playboy models are fake blonde like plastic surgery like makeup you know she was just very naturally pretty right and she was super 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 friendly and then her co-star um what was his name jonathan sadowski Sadowski, yeah he he was easy on the eyes too one might say like a tall tall glass of water or whatever that saying is tall drink of water whatever um but it was so funny because jeremy gave them 60 dollars and the girl's like i don't have change but if you want you can get a selfie instead of getting change and jeremy's Mm. like no i just want the autograph and i'm like here i've like i've got two tens so jeremy's getting his poster signed and then i'm making change and the girl hands the change to jeremy and i go hey that's mine and i snatch it out of jeremy's hand and jonathan just thought that was the funniest thing like he was laughing so hard he's like that was so great like that was hilarious get your money back like and it turns out the money was actually jeremy's anyways so like i'm trying to explain it to you i'm like his autograph was 50 dollars, and i paid 60 so i don't know how i didn't get 10 dollars changed <laughs> anyway it was it was just one of those funny things i gave it back to him like four hours later at dinner so yeah. he got his 10 dollar change back eventually sure did Jenna was nice. She has a beautiful autograph as well. I don't have like any like standout things to say about her. She was pleasant. She was nice. She made out with her girlfriend in front of us. That was pretty hot. She did. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you were paying attention. Her husband was the the man of the relationship, but still. Did you say her husband was the man of the relationship? Oops. Her girlfriend was the man of the relationship is what I meant to say. Yeah. But we were just and i didn't think jeremy was paying attention and i didn't want to like nudge him and make it fucking obvious but she was like waiting in line and we're like next and we already paid and she's just like sitting at the table fucking making out with her girlfriend and i'm just like okay this is awkward any day now (laughs) and then she was squeezing her ass and stuff and i'm just like we get a autograph and a free show okay yeah she was super friendly though i no she complaints was. no no no. i don't have any complaints i just don't have any like really like funny like good stories she was nice and her autograph was beautiful yeah agreed you did make a comment though about her table photo selection you were shocked that they weren't more explicit is that there was nothing all that risque there as far as I was concerned. Yeah. I kind of expected that she would have, of all the people there, I thought she might have the most photos because she doesn't have the whole, you know, sag thing going on for starters, but she probably could get a lot of sales on, you know, those explicit photos alone. Right. From older guys that, you know... (laughs) were into her for a long period of time. So it just that caught me a little off guard. No like centerfolds, no posters, really nothing. I mean, she had the zombie strippers stuff, but that was about it. Right. 
she had a couple other like photos that were not related to zombie strippers but still nothing nothing crazy i mean there was like no lingerie nothing like i was just surprised i thought she'd have a lot more revealing photos there right for sure i really liked um this venue like it has its pros and cons for sure are you done talking about guests yeah why oh my goodness we had well i guess you weren't there the whole time but paul d'angelo might have been my favorite guest of the day from sleepaway camp how about it this is all you buddy what was that face for talk talk go ahead so i kept telling Kristen this first of all this this guy looked like the same from the movie and i'm not even kidding and I think she thought I was being a little over dramatic, but she saw a picture the next day when she realized who it was in the movie. And what did you say to me? He really does look like he hasn't aged a day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can see some wrinkles in his face, but he was so happy when I said that to him. I was like, holy crap, man, you look exactly the same as in the movie. Thank you so much. You just made my day. And his wife was like, oh my God, you made him the happiest guy ever. It was It was funny, but he was... A blast and super affordable i hope and I, I genuinely mean this i hope he had such a good time that you see him pop up at more and more shows because first of all when you're only charging you know 20 or 30 bucks for a signature that's awesome in today's day and age because it seems like anymore the minimum is 40 which is a lot it was a 20 dollar combo it was a 20 dollar combo yeah got a picture with him and the autograph and a great interaction he didn't rush anybody through that line in fact he was the longest person i waited for all day because of the time he was spending with each fan right so i just wanted to make sure that we get him in there we have one more that we have to talk about too but i think we'll spend probably a chunk of time on that so what does that look for i don't know who you're talking about you don't know who I'm talking about? No. Well, we had to sign posters because our names are on the posters. Oh, so you want to talk about yourself? No, I don't want to talk about myself. Let me tell you guys, Jeremy has the most beautiful autograph ever. It was worth every penny I spent to get him to sign my poster. You are ridiculous. Shut up. <laughs> you do. You have a really nice signature. Sure. But no, I want to touch on Xander Goldman, who we're going to interview for the podcast at some point. Um, but just really, really great guy. And, you know, I really want to see him be successful because he has good ideas. Uh, I think we've seen, you know, some of his ideas executed on screen. And I hope to continue seeing that. But we were able to spend quite a bit of time with him, get some pictures, get some signatures. Uh, we were able to meet some of the other Macabre Mountain guests. And I don't know, that means a lot to me. So definitely want to make mention because I just I think that he's got the potential to really hit it off if he could just catch that one break. And hopefully it's coming. Hey, Terrifier did it, so... Bingo. You never know. Nope. 
But yeah, Jeremy and I signed posters at the con. What's your going rate for a combo? We'll wait till the movie hits it big and then we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, the funny. other thing that I want to touch on is the vendor room was really nicely organized. There were a lot of great vendors, easy to shop, very invested in the convention. They didn't just... I almost got the feeling they weren't just there to make money. They were very interactive, very friendly. I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a couple of stands. We literally had conversations with people, and even though we didn't buy anything, they didn't make us feel guilty about not buying anything. They were still just like, you know, how's your day going? How are you enjoying the show? You know, thanks for stopping to look. Whatever the case may be. What? Go ahead. I'm just making funny faces into the camera. Why? Because <laughs> I'm bored. Oh. I'm glad I'm boring you. <clears throat> Continue to talk. No, that was it. I was just saying. Okay, the only person that made me feel guilty about not buying anything was Jeremy. And, like, but it wasn't, he made me feel guilty about buying something, so I didn't buy it. Because he told me, <laughs> he told me it would be a waste of my money, so... That's that. But we did get two tickets to the Macabre Mountain movie premiere on sure. October 13th in Cranford, New Jersey. If you're listening and you want to go see um, the movie that Jeremy and I are executive producers on and have been signing posters for, um, it is Friday, October. Well, there's Friday, October 13th and Saturday the 14th. Jeremy and I will be at the New Jersey East Coast premiere on Friday, October 13th. Tickets are $30 each. You can reach out to either of us on Facebook um, via private messenger, and we'll let you know how you can buy a ticket to the premiere. Or you can send us an email at horrorconlounge at gmail.com, and then we will get you the info as well. But there's a red carpet and everything, so it'll be super fun. And yeah, we'd love, this is something Jeremy and I feel um, like a love and passion for, in a sense. And we love if you guys are listening and you're in the area, if you want to support it too and join us at the premiere, that would be super awesome. For sure. I was going to say, Jeremy's nodding his head yes, but... You can't see him nod his head, but then... I wasn't sure if you were finished speaking or not, and I didn't want to cut you off. It's fine. I cut you off all the time. Yeah. Um, anything else you have to say about New Jersey? Yeah, we, we missed a couple of people. Um, so the Fright Night cast was there. I had met some of them previously, like Chris Sarandon, Amanda Burse, Stephen Jeffries, and William Ragsdale. But they also had Dorothy Fielding, I hope I'm saying that right, and Jonathan Stark were there. So I was able to add two more, um, you know, individuals on my Fright Night poster, which looks really good. There's pictures of it over in the HorrorCon Lounge, if you haven't seen that. Uh, I was excited to add Sean Whalen to the Idle Hands poster, because even though he's not a major part in that, it's one that I've been looking to add to for a while. 
And there was one other thing that I wanted to touch on, and I can't remember what it was now. So, you know how Anthony has that thing going on with the cheese sandwich? If you save it for a year, you yes. get $25. I think Martha found a way to beat the system. Oh, yeah? How's that? Put it in the freezer. Rocky and uh, Lee did the same thing. I never would have thought of that. I was about to just let it sit in the trunk of my car getting all moldy for the year, but. Yeah, put them in the freezer. Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. Anything um, else about the New Jersey HorrorCon? Yeah. Sorry, I'm rushing you. I'm just excited for the second half of the episode. I'm just trying to think of. So I think admission is fair for the show. I want to want to touch on some of the positives. The lines are very small. The whole thing is positive. Every guest is very fan interactive. They spend a lot of time with you. They'll listen to your stories. Um, you know, the signatures and placement and pen color, like none of that stuff is an issue. So, you know, hats off to Ryan who runs the show for really bringing in a good group of people that are pretty outgoing. So, Jeremy kind of had this idea a while back and I kind of wanted to expand on it I was thinking between a combination of Jeremy's ideas and my own ideas I would love to do like a mini series sort of where we speak to everybody in the convention world from um, show promoters to celebrity agents to volunteers at the cons and ask them like questions about conventions like that way we can get the convention world from all different aspects. So I think it would be cool to talk to like Ryan, who is a show promoter and Stacy, who is an agent and Bryn, who is a volunteer, like get, you know, and then we can interview like a fan or like a con goer, like just talk to everybody about the different, um, and we can in interview a vendor, you know, like every, oh, yeah. all the moving parts of a convention. I think it would be fun to interview them to get their own like unique perspectives on things that would be cool i remembered what i wanted to say now what did you want to say would you believe how many sig how many different guests we got signatures from in i don't know what maybe two hours hour and a half two hours but a lot yeah 14 that many yeah you sure yeah i'm gonna have to count you know yeah go ahead all right i've got one two three four five six seven Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, yeah, I mean, fourteen, look at you're right, I was thinking about it today because I was I was messaging Anthony about the experience overall and how pleased I was. I was like, yeah, I got eight, nine, eleven, twelve. And then I started thinking, like, Chris Sarandon, even though it wasn't for me, for example, like, that was still a signature that we got. Yeah, I feel like it was more than two hours, so I feel like we were there, like, a very long time. 
but I mean, that's besides the point. Yeah, I don't know how long it was exactly, but we met a lot of people and had a great experience with all of them in that time span. And I'm not like saying that in a negative way, like, oh, it was longer than two hours. No, because we didn't wait a, a long time for any particular guest. Like, we were also browsing the vendors in that time and talking with friends in that time. Like, so I'm not saying that in a negative way at all. Right. But yeah, I was shocked to kind of do the, the math and realize like, holy shit, we met, you know, a lot of people in a pretty short time frame. Yeah, that's crazy. So that was all that I had to say. Overall, I'd say the experience was a nine out of 10 at the very least. A lot of fun. Oh, oh shit. Sorry, my bad. Please hold. Ah, fuck. Hang on. Ah, fuck. I'm sorry. What did you, <laughs> what did you say? Said overall the experience was a nine out of 10 at the very least. Oh yeah. I had a great time and my lunch was banging. So good. I was going to say, I had a Hooters which was shady looking on the outside, nice on the inside. And what do we place our order in like two minutes later? We had food. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yes, it was. All right. So anything else? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. So for the second part of this episode, what we are going to do Jeremy, can you see my screen? Yes, I can. Okay. We are going to watch, I believe, six trailers for movies that are coming up in the last quarter of the year. So we've got movies from September, October, November, and December. Maybe not all those months, but like whatever is coming out. Um, mm -hmm. I think we only have up until October, but I couldn't find any horror movies coming out in November or December that had trailers released yet. So... We are going to start with The Nun 2, and that is coming out on September 8th. So that's really soon. So we're going to watch the trailer. Before we jump into the second half of the episode, I did just want to let you guys know that we did have technical difficulties along with audio issues. So if anything sounds weird or the audio isn't, I don't want to say great, but it's probably going to be super loud, then quiet. Um, so I don't want to bust your eardrums. So if you do not want to listen, I will not be offended. But just kind of a heads up that the trailers are a lot louder than Jeremy and I, so that may affect your listening experience. There's something wrong with the school. Something doesn't feel right. Sophie, what happened? I think there's something here. That's not meant to be.
This demon was once an angel. Rejected by God. Stripped of power. It wants that power back. It's okay to be scared. I'm scared too. You send that thing back to hell. So I actually ranked them in order of how I like them. All right. Well, I wasn't prepared for you to be on top of your shit. <laughs> and I will say, so <clears throat> as I say, I ranked them how I would have liked, how I'd like to see them. Let me, I guess, kind of counter that with five of them. I actually want to see. You're kidding. One. And Juan was like, meh. You're kidding. No, why? I thought that was like the most awful batch of trailers I've ever seen. Really? Okay. Let me rank them real quick. Tell, talk to our audience about the first trailer that you watched. Which okay. was None 2 coming out on September 8th, which is really soon. Correct. We, I believe we actually saw that one when we saw the Boogeyman. In theaters, and oh, that one repeats for us. Yeah, that one. It looks really good. Uh, it actually kind of gave me chills, especially when you get to the the magazine stand, and the pages are all turning. Which that that's whatever. But then, when you know you see the the nun actually like pop out, it's like oh shit. Okay, that was kind of creepy. I had that one ranked as number one. Wow. I will say numbers one, one through four were very interchangeable. Five and six were kind of like the ones that are like mm, five more so than six. Six, I was really like, meh. Okay. So, The Nun 2. I think it's so funny that this is your number one, considering you've not seen a single other movie in this franchise. Yeah. Like, you're missing a lot of fucking movies. Let's see. How many movies in Conjuring Universe? Eight total movies fun this is going to be the ninth movie in the franchise and you haven't even seen the original conjuring have you no you've got a lot of catching up to do before two weeks from now <laughs> i thought i all i had to do was watch none one well i mean i'm sure that would probably suffice but I really want the full experience of the whole universe uh, i mean i'm just kidding i don't know 
Okay. So I liked this trailer, but I'm very skeptical going into it because Mm -hmm. I saw The Nun in theaters on a date with somebody. It was a first date. And I actually fell asleep in the theater. Wow. On the date. So you could imagine how that worked out for me. Um, Yeah. And I don't typically like, I don't, I don't know. It looked good, but I don't think I will like the movie. Okay. Hercule Poirot, I've found something. I've looked at it from every which way. I am the smartest person I ever met, and I can't figure it out, so I came to the second. You are up for something, my friend. I've seen a million of these so-called psychics, each one a fake. I do not believe in psychics. Come with me to a seance. Spot the con I can't. Detective, you are here to discredit me, but I can talk to the dead. I have to hear my daughter's voice. If someone wants to be heard, we are here. Listening. Mama? Felicia? What is happening? trailer that we watched was a haunting in venice which comes out on september 15th oh i'm sorry the nun ranked um third on my list is that how we're gonna do it are we gonna say as we go sure that works so the nun ranked third on my list and then the second movie we watched uh, the trailer we watched i should say was a haunting in venice and this comes out on September 15th, and this ranked dead last. Like, I yeah, wouldn't I have think... this. What? I have this at five. It didn't, I don't know, it didn't, this was like the one that was kind of hit or miss where maybe, but I didn't think it was all that great. I initially had it at six until something worse came later. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <sighs> yeah, dead last, um, 
not interesting to me at all. It didn't it didn't give me anything of interest really either. Like I said, I loved four of these. I said five. That was kind of the question mark one, but yeah, meh. Let's see. The cancer is still spreading. I'm afraid there's nothing else we can do. There is one person who might be able to help. Our program is a two-pronged treatment outside Mexico City. The results have been stunning. She saved my life. You're in very good hands with us. After that, what happens then? Your whole life. John Kramer. According to these scans, the tumor was never removed. How much time do I have? Months, at best. I still have a lot of work that needs to be done. to talk about the next one which one's the next one the next one is saw x yep which jeremy's shaking are you nervous no not at all are you nervous to tell me that you hated this trailer i didn't so it's fourth on my list but i did not hate it at all i actually love the concept of what they show you is doctors basically neglecting John Kramer and pretending to heal him <laughs> and him catching on to their scheme and making them all play a game, you know, the typical saw, but I thought it looked amazing just from the, rev just from the trailer. Yeah. So saw X is the 10th installment in the saw franchise and that comes out on September 29th. Um, we will, at least I will definitely be seeing it on September 29th. Um, 
maybe not Jeremy because he works on Fridays, but um, I'm really want to go see it the day it comes out. I'm planning to see it with you. So, I'd like to catch up though and rewatch everything before then. I think thought we were doing that on my after my surgery. We are. I'm just reiterating that I'd like to do that beforehand. Yeah, well, we need to for if we're gonna do. We yeah, we definitely need to rewatch all the Saw movies before our Saw ranking episode. Agreed. I tried to not watch this trailer for it's been out for like a month now or something I've tried to avoid this trailer at all costs um so many people shared it with me and tagged me and this and that and I tried so hard to avoid it but ultimately I knew I wouldn't make it a whole over another month without watching it so I caved and Scott was telling us when we went we met up at Steel City about how as a soft fan it made him more pumped up and I can definitely see why it doesn't though feel like a traditional Saw movie to me like for me I like the Saw franchise because it's all like blood and guts and gore and disgustingness this like seems like there's actually like more of a plot plot which is exciting um I'm definitely excited to see it I'm glad that they kind of went back I think this will land between like movies two and three or three and four like somewhere that area of the timeline so I'm glad they didn't because obviously John Kramer's dead spoiler alert I know I don't think you watched that far in the franchise but he's no longer with us in present day um so I'm glad that they I, I feel like they were smart enough to make the concept work and not make it feel forced. Yep. Obviously, this is a get dead giveaway. This was number one on my list. Yeah. Obviously. So I, I just want to like again emphasize, even though it was fourth on my list, it was a strong, I still really want to see it. I just one actually really surprised me, and it's probably not gonna be the one you think, so. But we'll get I, there. I'm excited to find out. Okay. Alice, engaging with trolls is like the worst possible use of your energy. Me and my internet friends, we've been since you joined BuzzFeed. Your art got super lame. Mm. And you die in a fire. Don't judge me. Sometimes you gotta troll the trolls. I just rolled up in my pajamas. Wow. that this handle belongs to. You really think a weird account is haunting your apartment? <laughs> Here, David, he was only 10 when his mother went insane. Linda, it's Dr. Landers. This is not my son. He is your son, and you put him in a coma. <laughs> oh my God. Dr. Landers? What? <laughs> 
of salad. So our next movie that we watched is Dear Date movie trailer. We didn't watch any fucking movies for this episode. They're all trailers, okay? Yeah. Our next movie trailer we watched is for Dear David, and this comes out on October 13th, which is a Friday the 13th, so it'll be extra spooky in the theaters. Same night uh, as Mountain Mountain. <clears throat> okay. It, yeah, exactly. Um, we will not be watching it on October 13th because... Uh, we've got a movie premiere to go to for Macabre Mountain. So, this ranked four on my list. This was three for me. This was the surprise one. I was going to say, I feel like this movie, I was watching the trailer, I was thinking, I feel like this would be something you'd probably like. Well, the first... 20 or 30 seconds i was like this is horrible this is going to be really stupid uh, i don't even want to watch the rest of this trailer and then it took a total 360 and i was like whoa this is kind of weird and creepy and it actually kind of gave me chills as i was watching it yeah i think now don't quote me but i think uh dear david is based on an urban legend of some yeah, sort Events, which I'm always hesitant on that from a movie that I've watched that you haven't watched yet, so I won't spoil it. But what is the movie? I won't spoil it. Is it The Unseen? It is not The Unseen. It's an you got to tell me so I can watch the fucking movie. It's Fargo. Oh, okay. How is that fucking spoiling it? Because it states that it's based on a true story, and it was all bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> I feel like they all fucking are like. Yeah that's why i'm always hesitant but anyway yeah no but oh yeah 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 so i mean it's okay this doctor is like uncovering a truth but as he's uncovering it like he's getting further and further and deeper and deeper into it and it feels like he's getting pulled in by the mom in some way shape or form of this kid that went like missing yeah there are some disturbing visuals um, for sure in the trailer like i said the first 20 seconds or so i was really like this is stupid what, are we, what am i even watching it's like a hip-hop music is starting like i don't know it didn't feel any horror thriller nothing to start and then all of a sudden it took that 360 and i was like whoa okay so anyway so speaking of music what did you think about the um music in the saw trailer it sounded good. I liked it. Yeah, I really, I was really digging the soundtrack. So I think it's, I think the movie overall is going to have a good soundtrack score, I, whatever. I honestly think it's going to be a good movie. That I didn't see a lot of blood and guts all over the place, which to me is a big turnoff. But hmm. anyway, we're if we're past over that. here. Love blood and guts gets me. Gets me. Oh man. Okay. Anyways, changing For the subject. David. Dear David, number three for me, which leaves one more. Oh, no, we have still two. Sorry. Two more. Yeah. One of them is your top and one of them is your bottom. No, one is number two. You didn't give and me one, number six yet. I didn't give you my six, no, but one is number two, not the top. What was number one? The nun two. Oh, right, 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 right. Sorry, my bad. That's okay. Okay. So... 
One of them is my number two as well. So I wonder if we matched on our number two or if we're backwards. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to be backwards. Okay. So. But, but maybe not. The Good day. You'll be home by dinner. I love you. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Good morning, Catherine. And here are your daughters, Angela and Catherine. It's about seven hours ago, and that's the last information we have. Catherine! Angela! If you can hear this, we love you. Please come home. Hey. Hey, you found her? We and Catherine doing out there in those woods. You're just walking and walking. It's fine. Angela, can you tell your dad how long you were gone? A few hours. Maybe you've been gone three days. was for the exorcist believer and this comes out the same weekend as dear david so it could potentially make for a great double feature if you want to go see both of them i know like noah will probably see both of them in the same fucking day because dude goes to the movies all the time Um, so yeah october 13th 2023 dear david and the exorcist believer we all know i am a very big fan of the exorcist (laughs) <laughs> love the, the first one especially great tight 60 minutes of pure <laughs> horror yep 
What were this your was, thoughts? This was number six on my list. Oh, okay. That's not a surprise to me. I was like really alarmed. Okay. This is my number five. Okay. Um, yeah, that this looked awful, honestly. I almost they're just trying too hard to live off of the success of that first one. I I think they even at one point like I don't know if it's Linda Blair that's actually in the movie, but they're trying to hint at Linda Blair coming back, I I think. Well, I think that's Linda Blair's mom. Okay. So there you go. Something. Well, like Reagan's mom technically, cuz they right, do right. I think yeah. the the premise of the trailer it said in part was like, you know, we've seen this once before and then like right. you see like Reagan spelled out and then um the girl comes and she's like, yeah, she's like, I witnessed this before, whatever. Um, so I think it's implied that that's uh, Reagan's mom. So I feel like a lot of the uh, visuals were nice. Like the makeup and stuff was done by mm -hmm. Christopher Nelson, which he's one of my favorite makeup artists. Um, special effects, when I say makeup, you know, that's kind of what I mean. But I yeah. love Christopher Nelson. Um, so it looks like visually like it was going to be good, but I don't think the exorcist, like, I feel like it should have been left alone. Like, I feel like some things are just better left untouched. And I know this isn't like necessarily a remake, but it seems kind of close. Yeah. Even the, the, we'll get into the music here, but the tubular bells, like they have this hesitation the entire time. They're trying to tease you with the song. And then finally at the end, the tubular bells play and it's like. No, you you're, you didn't do anything for me during the preview. Now giving me the original music isn't going to do anything for me either. Like, <laughs> sorry. Right. So, yeah, that one, I don't know. I didn't, there was nothing about that trailer that made me go, oh, I can't wait to see that one come out. Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. A security guard. I will take anything. This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let it go yet. I will work and you will sleep. I understand. All you have to do... Keep your eyes on the monitor. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's, where fantasy and fun come to life. Okay. We must be new security guard. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? Met who? Them. Search Freddy's top to bottom. Hello? They never found him. That's why the place shut down. There are ghost children possessing giant robots. Thanks for the heads up. 
Technically, they're animatronics. What do they want? They want to make her like them. Bobby! Tell me how to stop <laughs> It's too late. Bobby, go! <laughs> us with five nights at freddy's this is coming out october 27th and i just want to say i used to work at spencer's um spencer's gifts and we i always hated the five nights at freddy's stuff i never understood it i've never played the game i always thought it was stupid so when i heard they were making a movie about it and Matthew Lillard was going to be in it. I'm just like, oh my God, why would Matthew Lillard do this to his career? Like, that's a fucking stupid decision. Like, this is just going to be awful. This is so lame. Like, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I just despised the concept of this movie before even seeing anything or knowing anything about it. I don't know why. I just, it always reminded me of like the animatronic characters at Chuck E. Cheese. Right like that play on the stage every fucking 45 minutes or whatever. And it just, I don't know. I just never liked the concept of Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, and I never understood why it was so popular. But this trailer looks so fucking good. Yes, it did. And I didn't know Blumhouse was doing this movie. You know, I love me a good Blumhouse movie. I'm a sucker. Well, typically they develop good stories, if nothing else. And it was one of those deals where I kind of thought I was concerned that you might be like, oh, you know, because Matthew Lillard, like, I know you were going to rank this high, but the trailer really sold me. I didn't know anything about it either. So the thing, though, and I was going to mention this, I'm glad you kind of brought it back up. I, Matthew Lillard, Lillard wasn't really even in the trailer at all. No, not at all. Like, you heard his voice, I think, in one line, maybe, like, Mm -hmm. So I, I think it could be one of those things where they're using his star power to kind of propel the movie to be more successful and he might not be actually a big role in it. Yeah, who knows? Um, but I guess we'll find out. Actually, let me look it up and see if there's a cast listed here. It was interesting to me that it it reminded you mentioned the Chuck E. Cheese thing. And in the movie, it's a similar the Freddy like restaurant. It sounded a lot like a Chuck E. Cheese in theory. And it just, it, I don't know, it gave you chills in a sense. As you're like, you know, this guy is being told, don't take your eyes off the monitor. And right. you can see that he's slowly, progressively panicking and trying to help someone that he might not be able to help or whatever the case is. I don't know. You don't get a lot out of the trailer, but definitely left me wanting more. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm excited for that. I can't wait to go see it, to be honest. I agree. But Matthew Lillard plays William Afton. And again, I don't know anything about that. So I don't know if that's a big role or a small role or anything. But we know he's not the main character, at least. So. Okay. 
and he's obviously not playing like the Freddy Fazbear animatronic, but I don't know the other names of them, but yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm shocked that I'm that excited to see it. Yeah, and I'm actually impressed our lists are fairly similar. <laughs> I, I'm overall not jazzed about, I mean, I'm really Saw and Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Like, can't wait to go see both of them. The others, I could easily skip seeing in a theater. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could easily skip the rest of them in a theater just to save a couple bucks, but that's just my opinion. Make sure you guys watch the trailers for yourselves. I know you heard them, you know, but I feel like a lot of them kind of were supposed to be jump scare heavy, like the nun. And you can tell just by the music when you listen to it. It's supposed sure. to be like jump scare. Same thing with Dear David. I think a haunting in Venice. Venice, well, yep. That, I mean, ugh, I don't even know that one was just so bad. Um, Which is funny because I didn't get that from Five Nights at Freddy's or Saw X, to be honest with you. No, 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 not at all. So, I'm I'm interested to see the Five Nights at Freddy's. I think it's it looks a lot darker than I was expecting it to be. Agreed. Uh, which is, I mean, uh, great, but it's still rated PG-13, which is also good for considering what it is, you know? Well, Sinister was PG-13, wasn't it? I don't remember. Um, But I love a good PG-13 horror movie, to be honest, but I think this Five Nights at Freddy's could be potentially a good gateway movie into the world of horror thriller for people that don't want to jump in with like a bloodbath like fucking saw or something like that you know right so yeah i mean i'm excited overall um and we'll have to maybe if we hear more trailers coming out we'll have to watch some more but that's those were the ones i found for the rest of the year so far all right and then we'll have to get together soon and record our M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yes, uh, we do. Recap thing. I couldn't think of the words that were trying to come out. I hope my phone going off every 20 seconds isn't going to be heard on the thing. That's no, why I was on should, Do Not Disturb. You should be good. Um, <laughs> thanks a lot, Steve and Heather and Bobby. <laughs> Pretty much. Mine's going off too over here, so that's how I know that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think of all the trailers and if you watch them or not, how you would rank them, stuff like that. Just let us know how closely your views align with ours. And we'll definitely be back with a recap of Saw X with a special guest for our Saw ranking episode. And I think it's safe to say we'll do Friday, Five Nights at Freddy's and Saw X for sure. I was going to say that too and I'm sure we'll be back even if we just do a mini recap of Five Nights at Freddy's like as a bonus drop um, Yeah. but I I definitely want to go catch that one as well yeah me too and I'm going to throw out there if you haven't seen Twisted Metal yet check that one out I know Kristen tried to watch it she didn't like it but if you played the video game as a kid oh man so much nostalgia going on there and they did a great job incorporating some stuff from the video game and creating a new fresh idea. There's definitely going to be a season two the way it ended. So, you know what else uh, I tried to watch? What's that? 
Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. I gave it two chances. This was my second chance, and I still didn't like it. Uh-oh. Did you get past one episode? No. I mean, I would try to get through at least three. That's three hours of my time that I don't want to waste if I'm miserable the first 45 minutes. Okay. I mean, it's an awesome series. It seems not my cup of tea. I didn't really care for it the first 45 minutes that I watched twice. So I'm like, well, let me give it another, because I tried to watch it a while back, like roughly the same time when I started to watch Bates Motel. I wasn't going to tell you about watching. I was just going to surprise you and be like, guess what I watched? Um, But I couldn't get through Haunting of Hill House. And I'm like, let me give it another chance. And I still can't. I still don't like it. It's interesting because I feel like it would be right up your alley. It's like a psychological thriller type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. But that was our little teaser trailer episode thingamabob. I don't know what to call it, but just wanted to try something different. So yep. we had some technical difficulties, but it'll make a lot of editing work for me. But we'll put the sound in there at some point so we'll get it done all right sounds good all right and we will catch you maybe in two Ooh. weeks from now what there was a lot of sound whatever you just did <laughs> oh well oops all right we will catch you guys maybe two weeks from now we don't know what we're doing uh with our episode frequency we're trying to keep it bi-weekly but sometimes it just mixes up on us so hopefully we can get back to weekly but in the meantime look at how weirdly i'm sitting do you see that yeah that's my foot moving oh that is weird right and this is obviously my head and yeah i'm aware (laughs) okay all right (laughs) on that note (laughs) thanks for (laughs) thanks for listening guys And be sure to join us in the HorrorCon Lounge on Facebook to keep up with us more frequently than every two weeks. Yes. (laughs) We're in there daily. So. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.